0: Hello, Oregon. It's Tuesday, April 28. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. The city of Portland intended to help low-income families reeling from the coronavirus pandemic by offering $250 gift cards to cover rent, medical bills, food, or any other urgent expenses. But the city ran out of cards just 17 minutes after opening applications on Monday. More than a 1,000 applications were processed for the 742 visa gift cards, either by phone or online, according to Martha Calhoun, a spokesperson for the Portland Housing Bureau. The applications were accepted by 211 Info, a nonprofit that contracts with the city to provide information and referral services. Applicants had to prove their pre-pandemic income was less than half of the median area income. Dan Herman, the chief executive for 211 Info, said 200 to 300 people were already in the phone queue when the applications opened at 10 a.m. Monday. He said people who were still on the line when applications closed were rerouted to the nonprofit's general information line and told of other available support and resources. The funds for the gift cards came from about $200,000 of the more than $1 million reallocated from the Portland Housing Bureau's budget to cover cash assistance for residents. Another $800,000 will go to 19 local nonprofits, which will distribute up to $500 per household to people already in their networks. Whole Foods announced last week that an employee at its Pearl District location in Portland had died from COVID 19. This week, grocery store workers remain concerned that some customers aren't maintaining a safe distance, and they question whether enforcement of store safety policies is adequate. Grocers have reduced hours to give employees more time to restock shelves and deep-clean heavily trafficked areas, and they've installed plexiglass barriers at checkout lines to protect cashiers. Supermarkets have also mandated that employees wear store-provided safety gear. New Seasons Market and World Foods also recently announced that they will require customers to wear face masks while shopping in their stores. Some grocery stores have been flexible with the signing hours and have implemented measures to ensure that employees can take paid time off if they exhibit COVID-19 symptoms as well. But new measures and special accommodations haven't eased the concerns of all grocery workers, especially among those who interact with customers. Grocery stores have drawn the third largest share of Oregon complaints about working conditions during the COVID-19 crisis. The healthcare sector has drawn the most complaints of any industry by far. It's unclear how many Oregon grocery workers have contracted or tested positive for COVID-19, though several chains have announced positive tests among their employees. Travel Oregon, the state's tourism promotion commission, has implemented deep budget cuts, reducing its workforce by a third as it copes with plummeting revenues. It's a sign of just how deeply tourism has fallen off, The agency is funded exclusively through lodging taxes, but statewide hotel occupancy rates have declined 63% compared to the same time last year. Fewer than one in four rooms are filled, and daily room rates are down by a third. Travel Oregon CEO Todd Davidson said that in 30 years in the travel and tourism business in Oregon, he'd never seen such a broad, deep, and sudden decline. The entire fabric of the industry in Oregon is in free fall, Davidson said, with 7 in 10 lodging employees and 8 in 10 food service workers laid off or furloughed in the span of six weeks. Today is the deadline to register to vote in Oregon's May primary. It's also the last chance to switch from being an unaffiliated voter to registering with one of the major parties, even temporarily. That's a must-do to vote in a presidential primary, races that at this point are all but decided for major parties or the primaries for the Oregon Legislature, the Secretary of State, and other statewide offices. Oregonians who register to vote as members of minor parties or no party at all can still vote in city and county elections in the May primary, as well as on ballot measures, such as a homelessness services package put forward by the metro regional government and the renewal of a Portland gas tax. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian, or go to Oregon Live dot com.